Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! I, I went back on the uh, the no carb Atkins diet. And you you love making fun of this. You get yeah. so mad at me when I do this. You think it's it's terrible. Well, you just turn yourself into an alcoholic, and then you end up gaining more weight in, in about three months. No, I don't. Like it happens every time. I lost forty pounds yeah. last time. Then I did you this. gained forty one. Like after you, after, oh, I'll try bread again, and you're just like, you're like inhaling loads of is that, is that all you see yeah. it happening? Like it's like. I, is it one of those things where like the bread touches my body and my body immediately right. blows Blue. up like a balloon? <laughs> yeah. Like you become like Professor Clump. I'm Fado. Oh, Fado. Here's the problem. My son now, as he's hitting his teenage years. Is drinking all his beer. Is svelte. He's got muscles. He was, we were, we were on the beach and the kid's like running You're like the wind. jealous of your son's physique? I feel like I have to get myself into better shape. Kid looks better than me. He looks, he, he just, I mean, I just want to keep up with him, I think is the thing, you know? But he's like 15. Yeah, but I just want to, I just want to be able to like, I don't know. Bang, we'll go on a, bang young, younger no, girls. No, when we go on a vacation and he's like, dad, let's go do this like, physical activity. But I want to be able dad. to do it with him. Huh? You're the dad. Yeah, but I just, you know, I don't well, know. Weight doesn't equal stamina, by the way. You can still lose 40 pounds and not be able to run a mile. No, but you I... You should work on your cardio. I am doing that. Okay. It's easier to work on your cardio you when you don't have so ride, much yeah. weight on ride. you. Okay? I figure as the weight comes off, it becomes a lot easier to do all that stuff. I've started exercising to go along with fad this. Fad diets are not, not... It's not a fad diet. I, it absolutely is 1,000% a fad diet. It's been diet. around for like 40 years, yeah, this diet. A long fad. What happened to Dr. Atkins? I forgot. Oh, yeah, he died of a heart attack because he ate too much meat. <laughs> you know, I don't like telling you anything about what's going on in my <laughs> That's life. That's fine. You know, eat your snack salami. And bacon. What, are you, snack what are you eating? What are you eating? Snack and bacon. Snack and bacon. That yeah. sounds great. I keep pounds, a little, pounds of bacon. Bite out of a I keep bacon salami and, and bourbon. That's your, I, that's your diet. I know it's amazing. That should be our bar. <laughs> bacon amazing. and bourbon. It's bacon and bourbon. Like the other night, I went I went to a carnival. Have you been to any carnivals yet this summer? Yeah. Which ones did you go to so far? Uh, I was out in Lamont and then uh, went out in Bolingbrook. I went to the Redeemer one. Yeah. I mean, uh, in the middle of the diet, I'm just like, I had to find like the one place where I could get like the brats. I'm like, just give me a couple of brats like, without no any bun. bun. No bun. Yeah, right. Like, oh, we got one of those guys. Got one of these we assets. got a no bun. They got a no bun guy. Hey, right away, some guy walks up like, hey, Lenuti. Wait, you know, you're not having a bun? It's always like the biggest guy, too. Well, yeah. It's like the, you're you're he's, over there just deep throat, just a right. lone dog in your mouth. Like this, guy, bun, right? this guy's like three and a quarter, and he's like, what are you trying to do, lose a little weight? Like, those guys don't like it when guys like me, who's like sitting at 240, wants to get down to 210, you know? Like, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought you I were going to come understand. join the big boy club. I don't club. think you've seen 210s since Champagne. Let's be honest. Up. I'm just saying, we're, you know... <laughs> It's 
now time for your Southside Pod Word on the Street. Friday night this weekend, August the 13th, movie in the park in Palis. Rhea and the Last Dragon, Town Square Park at 8455 West 103rd Street. It kicks off at 6 o'clock in the evening with some acoustic music before the 8.30 show. Meanwhile in Palis Park, a BMW stolen Tuesday evening from a gas station. Police are looking for witnesses. It happened just before 10 p.m. at 135th and LaGrange at the Shell. Keys were left in the car. Don't do that, especially when you have a BMW. If you have information about this, call the Palis Park Police. 708-448-2191. Out in Lamont, you cannot water anything outside. There is some issue with well number six in Lamont. No estimated completion date at this time. This well failed for the first time back in June, and there has been an outdoor watering ban that has been in place since then. A lot of brown lawns out in Lamont. The Village of Evergreen Park is doing their Sidewalk 50-50 program again. They pay for half of the repairs of your sidewalk. That cost you $90. Supposedly it cost them $90 as well. If you live in the EP, give a call now before the money runs out for this program, 708-422-1562. There's so much to do on the south side of Chicago, but one of the best things to do is watch the White Sox. Sorry to upset you Cub fans, but guess what? First place, big lead. A lot of their big stars coming back from injury. One heck of a tough stretch coming up over the next couple of weeks. Remember, you can follow everything going on with the team on the number one White Sox podcast, Sox in the Basement. Two 30-minute episodes out each and every week. Subscribe anywhere podcasts can be found and always at SoxInTheBasement.com. I recently headed out to Cork and Carry at the park at the corner of 33rd and Princeton in the shadow of the ballpark. Talked with some fans and chatted with the guy that owns the establishment and also owns the historic Cork and Carry in the Beverly neighborhood. Check it out. Every time you go down to a White Sox game, you have to start your journey at Cork and Carry at the park at the corner of 33rd and Princeton. Indoor, outdoor seating, an incredible ambiance. The windows open up, the fresh air blowing through, the craft beers on tap, the full liquor bar, the incredible food. Uh, I just enjoyed uh, the Latino, which is an incredible burger to have, especially with my no-carb diet. Uh, Bill Guidi laughed at me. He's the owner of Cork and Carry. Uh, he was he was he wanted me to taste new beers that are walking in at his place. You're always updating the beer list, right, Bill? Yeah, you got to keep it fresh and interesting for all you know the, the the beer aficionados, White Sox fans. Yeah. Not not just of course Goose Island, but everything else. A great summer. You got to be excited after years of watching this team not do very well. You, you got a you got a winner here, and it's right you're right in the shadow of a winner. It's going to be a, a fun next couple of months for you. Are you are you excited about it? At what point do you think that like Fox reaches out and asks if they can put a camera inside of the bar so they can watch people celebrate during the postseason. Right, right. Let's hope. Let's hope. Let's <laughs> come on, Chris. We're Sox fans. Let's not count the the chickens before they're hatched. All right, all right, all right. Let's, Listen, I want to ask you though about the team. All right, what's your biggest moment? Your your player that came out of nowhere. What what is the thing that's happened this season that has you hoping for that postseason and that long run in it? 
the, the thing that I really like, I think, is the uh, it's the hungry veterans. It's like it's Lance Lynn coming in as the workhorse, and he's also, I think, setting the tone in the clubhouse. And the young guys, you know, it's a good mix of veterans and, and young guys, and the young guys are following suit. I think they're just, you know, they're paying attention to how he, he uh, approaches the game and how he does everything professional. And, for instance, you know, I think Andrew Vaughn is just taking a page out of his book, really. All right, I'm going to walk through your bar. you got a lot of happy customers here. They're all chowing down. They're enjoying the music. I'm going to ask them the same questions. We'll see how they do. And uh, remember, folks, 33rd and Princeton, get out here. They're open when the games are going on. They're open when the games are not going on. You can watch the road games from here. You can watch the home games from here. You can pre-party, post-party. Bill, this place is always awesome every time I get here. Thanks for having me over. Thanks for stopping in and always doing what you do. Keep up the great work, please. What's your name, Matt? My name is Alex. I'd like to answer your first question about what singular moment from this season has made you believe in this team more than anything or something to that effect. The last doubleheader that I was at was against the Kansas City Royals, and it was the game where Jose Abreu collided with the first baseman who was running right into him. It was completely unfathomable. But this is a guy who has completely put himself into this team this season, who fights to stay in the lineup every single day despite the injuries that he has, despite getting a... 94 mile per hour fastball thrown right at his fucking head. He wants to stay in the lineup. And I take that resiliency with me every single day into my life because we're dealing with a fucking crew of big dogs. These are guys who just want to, they just want to perform. And we have the big granddaddy of this team who is providing the kind of hits, the kind of at bats, and the kind of stretching that we have at first base. So everyone be like Jose Abreu and kids, uh, you know, watch the White Sox. It's his 30th birthday. It's this guy's 30th birthday? 30th birthday today. And Michael he's, Golden. And he's partying at Cork and Carry, getting ready to go in? Yep, going to the Sox game. Yeah, excellent. All right, so how many Sox games so far this year, birthday boy? <laughs> so that's the thing. I mean, this is my first one, so I'm, I guess I'm a fake fan, but... He's been to like 12. All right, are you following the team? I do follow the team, yeah. All right, cool. So I'm going to ask you, what's your moment? What player, what thing happened this year that made you sit there and say this could be the year? Um, Getting Kimbrell. You know what I mean? Getting Kimbrell? Yeah. Once we once the bullpen got a lot stronger, I think it's, this is the year we can do it. Happy birthday, by the way. Uh, 30 birthdays, 30 beers tonight? Yep. <laughs> right. That's why they made light beer. I have a confession to make. It's true, and I'm guessing you have done the same thing. Put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Maybe we should get you like a stand-up desk and like... One of those, yeah. those cycle desks. So, like, That's when you're recording, you you're just right. well, you could power your house by bicycle. Yeah, yeah. like you, you can't record and go on. And if yeah. you stop pedaling, the show shuts it's off. Boom, everything shuts down. So I have to bicycle. We'll do like I'm a bike. We'll yeah. do like a, a, a lose weight a thon for you. <laughs> I just said the, the Southside Pod 
great weight loss. For every pound Chris loses, right, we will donate. The broadcast basement. What will we donate? We'll donate oh, some money to some a food drive or something. Like a dollar a pound, right? For every, <laughs> yeah, for every loaf of bread you don't eat today, we will give to a local homeless shelter. <laughs> We bought, we bought 10 loaves of bread, and whatever is left at the end of the day... We locked Chris in a room with 47 <laughs> loaves of bread. We're going to open up the door in three days and see how many loaves are left. Whatever listener comes closest... <laughs> Does it work? Of course it works. You know, but, but so does contracting HIV. And <laughs> it doesn't mean you should do how it to lose weight. It? Hold on a second. Yeah. Are you saying that some people may consider, as a weight loss alternative... Contracting HIV. Well, it's not a death sentence anymore. There are drugs <laughs> to help you beat it. Very expensive drugs. I'm glad sure. that we've reached the point where that was something that you were able to say. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, oh, you know, let's be honest, you whiners. It's not like you're going to die. <laughs> back in my, so day, bad. Back losing, in my day, we got the hip, you yeah. died. You're losing weight, practicing safe sex. <laughs> I mean, it's like eating a tapeworm. I don't want any letters. <laughs> just saying that you don't have to go to an extreme measure to lose weight. If you just take a little bit of these extremist measures, like, hey, maybe eat a little bit less carbs. Or maybe eat uh, a eat balanced a meal. You know, look at the food pyramid and... You know, the whole don't eat anything bigger than your fist or whatever whatever you got to do. But train yourself to do that instead of following some dead guy's, like, book from 40 years ago. By the way, he you... died because he fell on his head is how he actually Really? Yeah, he didn't have a heart attack. Oh. I dream of one day of blue skies. I dream of one day when a skies. Can just sit down here. I dream of a day without Chris Lanute. I can't wait until Chris dies. Then we can have our own podcast, our own podcast without Chris's ass. Our own podcast. It'll just be me and Mike on the mic and the bill on the mic and the mic on the bill it's our podcast kiss my ass cause Chris is gone Chris is gone off the podcast off the podcast so it'll be me and Mike sitting down here and I'll still try to take control a little bit, and Mike will have to put in Chris's role, which is going to be awful. So we'll get through about a show and a half, I feel. It'll be like, you remember the show? It was a, it was a cop show, and it was set in Vegas, and it was absolutely like, it was set in like a musical they were singing? term. Yeah, they were singing a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I believe... Cop hon- rock. It was a cop rock. Cop rock. Honest to God, if you looked this up in Wikipedia, this, they canceled the show. Like, they didn't come back from commercial on, like, the third episode. Like, it was that bad. They're like, cut it. My mom was done. really into it. She was very... It was awful. But that's basically what's going to happen to this podcast about the third episode. And once Mike goes, I'm going to have to recruit somebody. It's going to be really weird living at the house with Erica and the kids. And the fact you have no idea how to do this. True. But I'm going to hire people because... <laughs> Whatever, we'll get to the logistics later. You don't even okay. know what button to hit over there. You just sit down There's a the bunch of buttons. I'm going to hit the right one eventually. Right, right. Okay? <laughs> this is our time down here. Yeah. It all goes away, you write up Troy's bucket. That's a Goonies reference. <laughs> because one day, Chris... Just do me a favor. You're going to be gone. Play this at my funeral. We're going to be here. Just over a speaker. 
You know what we're going to call it? What? Bill and Mike's podcast. It's our podcast. We're done with Christmas as we don't know what we're doing or how we're going to make money. But we're going to talk and be funny. And we're going to get advertisers to buy some spots on our show. But then they're going to cancel their advertisements when they realize we don't know what the f*** we're doing on the podcast. But the fact remains that it'll be a podcast. Here on Southside Pie, we get to meet with people from all different parts of the South suburbs. Glenn Panuski is from Evergreen Park and is their spokesperson. And Glenn, you're doing something very out of the ordinary very soon in Evergreen Park, right? Well, uh, something of interest I mentioned to you once before, something we've got coming up on August Saturday, August 21st. And I understand this is not a huge interest event, but I think it's quirky enough or I should say, is this your typewriter? Quirty. Thing? It is our first annual type in. You talked about this on the show. Calling all classic typewriter lovers and writers or fans of quirky or quirty nostalgia. Uh, this will be at the Senior Center on the uh, 21st of, of August from noon until four o'clock. It is a free event. And if you've got typewriters in your house, bring them. There are collectors. So, I mean, we will have collectors there and people who use them. Sit down at a table, type something out. We're going to have custom-made little uh, type-in letterhead made. You know, type a, a little letter to your relatives or something like that. And the big thing we're going to have is uh, I actually have a celebrity uh, going to be there. Is this a celebrity typist or a celebrity? This is, I I consider her a, a celebrity. There's a, a girl on YouTube. She is a uh, she has a YouTube channel uh, called Just My Typewriter. Her name is Sarah Everett. And uh, she has a lot of nice videos out there. She's a collector. She also does nice, artsy, crafty things with them. She's coming in from Pittsburgh. Okay, let me get this straight. Because I'm starting to think you're making this all up. I am not. Yeah, I, it's all down here. In there, the are, there, are, there are people that love typewriters so much that not only do they collect them, but they show up at events just to type letters at the event. Mm-hmm. And now you have a girl with a YouTube channel that just deals with typewriters flying in from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania right. for an event here in Evergreen Park that where you're exactly expecting right. typewriter enthusiasts to come from all around and hang out at the senior center. I am. Um, that is our hope. Hey, this is our first annual one. You so. know what? I got to tell you something, man. I you, want you there. Have a you are, it. I'm going right. to tell you, nobody will ever accuse Glenn Panuski of not shooting his shot. Like he sits there and he goes, you know what? I got an idea and I'm going for it. And I hope that you get thousands of typewriter enthusiasts. At I this will thing. be happy with 40, <laughs> you know, no, but literally, I, I think it's, it, you know, it is definitely a, uh, listen, the typewriter thing, it's coming back just like LPs. And by the way, I will have a phonograph there where we will be playing some LPs in the background. I had James Van Oz from Q101. He wanted to take one of my podcasts and put it on vinyl. Ah, And he did it. I was like, you're going to put a podcast on vinyl. So obviously there is this thing for nostalgia. So I don't, well, and I, I mean, I'm kidding around, but I know there's people that are into this. Stuff. I am working on a, having a guy there who is a, a typewriter repair guy and now naturally he's not going to repair your typewriter right there but at least he can give you some he's uh, evaluate. tips evaluate he's, he's got down. he has a place in chicago so i'm working on him and i probably should not say this because we'll get calls oh tom hanks tom hanks is coming he is a typewriter enthusiast tom hanks is coming to evergreen park is that what you're saying Glenn? i have sent him an invite <laughs> that's all i'm saying Listen, if you get tom hanks 
it becomes the biggest event in the history of Evergreen I, Park. Okay. Right? Ladies and gentlemen, this disclaimer, Tom Hanks will not be coming to the Evergreen what Park. What if he yet. comes, though? That's when I get on the phone and call the mayor. I say, get over here right now. You call me, too. <laughs> all that well, I want you there. I want you to have a table there. See, this is what you're doing. You're, you're trying to entice me to the possibility that Forrest Gump is going to show up and sit down next to me. So for me to be able to have that opportunity... I got to go to the typewriter thing. I, at the very least, I'll have a cardboard cutout of Tom Hanks and <laughs> sitting in front. No, you, literally. And we're, we're part of the promo of the next couple of weeks, the things that go out on our Facebook and, and eblast, I'm going to be linking some really cool YouTube videos about, okay. about what they call the typewriter revolution uh-huh. and little things like that. I, you, hey, listen, it's an interesting way to spend part of your afternoon you know what you know what look look i think that things like card games like magic the gathering are weird because i don't understand it and i've never been into typewriters so but i'm thrilled i'm thrilled i don't understand it but you're you you've got this youtube star coming in from pittsburgh and the you know one out of a hundred thousand chance that tom hanks might show up i mean i'm 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 digging it glenn well like i say the envelope is is making its way to uh, California. He may as show we up. Speak, so he may show up. He's Tom Hanks. He does weird stuff. Yeah, you know, and he pops up in the he, pop, he pops up in the background of people's wedding photos. I've seen the uh, I've seen the little things on Facebook when they go around. He, that's true. Because uh, Tom Hanks does some weird stuff. He might show up. Okay, I will get calls. I don't, hope he shows don't come up. expecting to see Tom Hanks. I'm but, going expecting it, but okay. I'm I'm an un- unrealistic person. Yeah, so be, and we'll have we'll serve lunch. You know, we'll have lunch available for purchase. So hey. If Tom Hanks hot... eats for free, though, right? Exactly right. You put that in so the does, invite, so does, right? So does Sarah Everett. When you so sent that. the invite to Tom Hanks, you told him if he showed up that everything was free, right? You didn't You didn't send the thing that said he has to pay for lunch. You're not getting Tom Hanks if he thinks he's got to spring for lunch. I will buy his $5. All right, well, make, send, and, send another invite that right. says that you're taking care of his lunch. I don't want you missing out on him. There you go. That is Saturday, August the 21st. August the Noon 21st. to 4. Noon to 4. At over the very the least, time. you should come through with your... Uh, I'm going to come through. There you go. At the very least, I'm coming through. Yeah. All right. I'm going to work I, on I, Tom Hanks for you. That There you I'm go. I'm going to make some phone calls. Well. But I'm going to try to work on this for you. I could just see Facebook on the 22nd. <laughs> they said Tom Hanks is going to be there, and he did... That was false advertising. We went to uh, the Outer Banks. Have you ever been there, Bill? No, but I watched the show on Netflix. Is what happens on the show on Netflix? Murder and treasure hunting. This is basically the calmest nothing happens anywhere on these like, islands place. No. There's like the two sections this, this, of teenagers. This Netflix show is not a, it two is sections not, of teenagers, like the locals, and they forget they call them. Uh, I don't know, like the goons or something like that. And then you got the, the, the rich. Yeah, then they got the rich people, the sharks, the sharks, right, right, and they battle and they, and they battle. hate each other. <laughs> anyway. It's a so beach. did you see any of that? Did it's a beach. That? There's all kinds of, you know, sunshine, waves. There's nothing to do indoors. Sunshine, nothing at all to do indoors. That's great. Rainbows. And Erica's cousin went out there the week before us. So I asked Erica, I go, well, did she, I've never been to the island before. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, is she going to scout the island? Like find out like where the good spots are. She goes, oh, she doesn't leave the house. And I go, What? She just goes. And she's stays allergic. In the house? She's allergic to sunshine. That's not real, is it? The, according to this girl, it is. Like those. I Why mean, would those, you go those kids to a exist, house on the beach? But like, they, that that's movie? like a real story, right? Well, she she went to a beach. She rented some house. She probably dropped something like fifteen hundred dollars for the week to to rent the to, place to stay in the house. Why okay. would she go to a beach? If she's allergic to the sun. That's what I said. Go to like Alaska. Yeah. During winter. Yeah. 
anywhere like or Seattle months. from November right. to April. You Seattle, know? Seattle's a great place right. for you yeah. if you're allergic to the sun. She went and she rented a place on the beach. So when I asked Erica, I'm like, well, what? Are there, does she have any recommendations for, for restaurants? Yeah, no, looking for the no bar. she doesn't go out to eat at restaurants. She wants the towny bar. Well, what, what beaches are good? She doesn't go to the beach. Well, what? And she's like, she doesn't leave the house. She's allergic to the sun. And I'm huh. like, she's what? Like every time that I hear something about one of her kinfolk, I think to myself, that blood is somewhere in my children. Yeah. Like there's yeah. only a little bit of it, but it's in there. Like I'm going to see that maybe one day when these weird things are going to do. I'll be like, oh, oh, that's that's that DNA strand. You can kind of see in a little one already, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are you or someone you know looking to learn how to play a musical instrument this year? Then you should be checking out Westgate Music School, 6527 West 127th Street in Palos Heights. Private music lessons for all instruments, including guitar, piano, drums, voice, bass guitar, violin, banjo, ukulele, and more. Are you a vocalist? Are you ready to play a musical instrument and looking to join a group? Westgate Music School offers group classes for rock band, acapella vocal, and barbershop quartet. Students of all ages and ability levels will have the opportunity to perform three times a year in a student concert. Gift certificates for Westgate are also available. More information, call 708-586-7002 or go to westgatemusicschool.com. It is now time for your South Side Soundcheck. Live music is back at many venues. Check out these. This Friday night, the 13th of August, starting at 7 p.m., live music at Blue Island Beer Company in Blue Island. Jacqueline Hauser, Hi-Ho, Nick Sintos, all of them are local Blue Islanders who are singer-songwriters. Again, it kicks off at $7, $10 suggested donation. At the Thirsty Beaver at 5599 West 127th Street in Crestwood, Saturday night has the Luke Repass Band. 9 p.m. until midnight. Also on Saturday night, Latin Night at 115 Bourbon Street. DJ Technique kicks it off at 10 p.m. That goes till 2.30 in the morning. On Sunday, enjoy an acoustic set at Durbin's of Evergreen Park, 103rd and Kedzie, 10240 South Kedzie, to be exact, 4 to 7 p.m. Elroy Acoustic will be there. So much going on on the South Side this weekend. The little guy, Nick is now six years old. His new thing now is that he comes out of church every Sunday morning and he finds the priest and he walks up and tells him what he liked about his mass and what he didn't like. He's giving That's him good. a Yelp review right He goes away. up and he critiques the priest. Yeah. And so he was at St. Christina, which is closer to your house than right. mine. Yep, yep. Because they, my, the priest in my parish... He's still using COVID as an excuse as to why he doesn't do a Sunday afternoon one, which is hysterical because he just doesn't want to do a Sunday afternoon yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a big football fan. I think he sees football season coming right. and he's like, I don't want to, I don't want to miss the second game. What the Having deacons a, for the <laughs> Sunday afternoon mass. Know, so, so he's coming up with this excuse. So we go to St. Christina. Well, the priest over at St. Christina is one of those priests that he wants to have a conversation with people in the middle of the mass. Like he does a homily and he tells a joke and then he waits to see if anybody laughs. And if oh you boy. don't laugh, oh boy, he accentuates it and says it a second time. Like he's annoyed no. you didn't laugh at his joke. All right. Like he says the same punchline, just like kind of louder and slower. He's like, by the way, I, I that was a joke. Right. It was a duck. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's up there doing but a comedy But then he looks routine. for the guy that laughs and then he like engages him. Right. 
in, in the in the that's what he does audience. I so guess. if somebody finds him funny, he starts playing off that person like he's doing he a comedy out of routine. City. Where are you from? Yeah, Lisa. where are you from? You over there on Hamlin? You know the thing about people who live on Hamlin? Yeah. Like it's kind of like one of those things. Like he's doing worst. a routine while he's up there. So as he's walking back as the mass is ending, and he just has to clear the back of the church because some people. They don't want to leave until they're sure that the priest has made yeah, it through the church. Yeah, he's got to be out of the building, right? You know, he stops halfway the, through the, his thing where he's walking out because he sees Nick waving at oh, him. Boy. Oh, no. Now, any other priest just walk by, but he sure. he's a star, this priest. Like, he has to he has to stop. Right. This is one of his adoring fans. Nick should not ask for autographs Which during Nick church. immediately starts telling him what he liked about his his prayers and what he didn't like about his prayers. And he said, some of your jokes are funny and some of them were not. And I thought that the priest was immediately going to smite him oh, like really? for, for some of the jokes, not being funny, but he ends up having like a five minute conversation. And the organist is going, trying, she's going back to the first verse. She's trying to play it Running out of songs. She got to the end of what she was probably going to play. And it was like a long note. She's like, I guess I have to continue because he hasn't made it up the aisle. organist from the Windy City Thunderbolt so she's going to play like what she knows. Can't get the guy out. Thank you for listening to see what's happening. On the Southside Pod, on the Southside Pod, join us again and be sure to tell a friend about the Southside Pod, about the Southside Pod, all things about the neighborhood we live in, all things about the places that we go, it's the best side. Of Chicago, the South Side Pond. Yeah, you killed me. <laughs> you killed me in a song. <laughs>